morning. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. It's Angus and I today, and we have a special guest. Gain Street Pies is here today. Oh, really? <laughs> but he didn't bring one. What? <laughs> it's still early. It's but okay. Still, it's all right. I've it's had a- it. It's good. It's really good. It is good. I it's like probably, the thin. Oh, I love my thin. favorite place in town for it pizza. Is? For pizza. For pizza. I love thin crust. I love it. It's a good time. Ew. Great time. And they have good beer. They have great beer. Which we'll talk about later. Yep. It's fun. So he'll be here to talk about business and his run for the city commission. One of three three vacancies. I guess, what do they call it? Not nonpartisan. What is it? It is nonpartisan. It is non nonpartisan. Yeah. It is nonpartisan. I don't live in the city, and I don't understand the city of Tallahassee's government. So. I do. I do. I'm looking forward to voting. I don't understand. I can't wait the to hear the platform. And the city manager don't understand it. Like it's, it's okay. It's all right, Patty. I'm learning. We have this people Yankee that can way. help you get through that. <laughs> it is. Like, isn't that a lot of people? Of course, there's a lot of people and make a lot of money without not a lot of people living in this city. Well, I don't know. I'm all about <laughs> ratios, know. and I'm I mean, very analytical. Patty, so very we're, we're waiting ratios. off into some controversial <laughs> waters here. Okay, <laughs> all well, right. okay, let's go back to pizza. It's all about ratio: <laughs> cheese to sauce to crust, pepperoni. Well, if you choose me, then it's still a ratio. Everything I mean, has to be in ratios. It does. There's nothing worse than getting too much Get sauce <laughs> on your pie. Getting too much sauce on your pie. You can't Yo. get too much sauce on your pie. Do you pie. know what tomorrow is? What's tomorrow? The Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl. Registered trademark. Oh, can we even <laughs> say that? Or the big game. Yeah. Don't we have to say if the big say game? you say it, you have to say licensed by the NFL. Licensed I don't know what you have to say. However, hashtag fly equals fly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Very I excited. To that. TB12, Tom Brady, I, the GOAT. You know what? I love me some Brady because he just doesn't care. He's just a man. He's, he is. And he's a Michigan grad. Go blue. Well, there is. We won't talk about Michigan. Oh, right we now. will. Go blue. <laughs> Go blue, but fly eagles fly. I have to I do know. my like. Woo! It's gonna so be exciting. absolute. Like you thought, Philly went off two weekends ago when Did they won see? the NFL. They greased up the poles <laughs> they had to put so people Crisco couldn't. On the poles. Cl- I mean, t- talk about a little bit of a preemptive strike there by the authorities. In I was not Philly. born in Philly, but I did go to Temple University because. Bill Cosby went there. That's why. That's why you went. I got in. Wow. It's not easy to get in, and I got in. Talk about wanting some hindsight on that decision, Patty. <laughs> but I love Philadelphia. That's why I love food trucks now. I mean, I love that there's food trucks here in Tallahassee. I love a Philly. To me, it's steak. just like it's just it's a good time. Philly. Now they're a little hoity-toityer. You know, they're not like you know just serving yeah, a bagel pretty and pretty rough and tumble people up there in philly i mean <laughs> that's what i mean i like the straight up no, food they are yeah straight up food there's there's no yeah, water no, watering we down don't need anything kale on our hot dogs you know oh, what i'm saying kale <laughs> what, <laughs> what even is it? kale kale or Tom Brady wears kale underpants. he does not he does i swear does he actually does no he seriously <laughs> does to sleep I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm seriously not kidding. I just dropped the mic literally. You're going to have to pay for that. You know that, right? Those are pretty expensive. Buy my own mic. I'm getting it powder coated. Oh, you're just going to get your own. You're just going to get your own one. Yeah. And just bring it in. I want to sound you, oh, you think better you, than you, I do. You think you're that? I have cool. my own headphones, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way I can take it with me wherever I go. Anyway, we are almost like halfway. Fly Eagles fly. Okay. You know that's who you want to root for. I mean, I want to root for them, but it's just Tom Brady. 
It's just Tom Brady. I don't I even love care Tom about Brady. anybody else on the team. I love Tom Brady. I love Bill Belichick. I love Tom Brady and I love Their Bill squad. Belichick, but it's the Eagles. Five Super Bowl championships. We were at the a chili cook-off last Saturday, which mm-hmm. I lost, but so did Greg Tish, so I feel good about it. <laughs> Is that your barometer for <laughs> success like, right there? I was like, there? I don't mind losing as long as he loses, too. Good. You know, nice. I'm a Democrat now. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But um, there were a lot of Pittsburgh, like people wearing their Pittsburgh jerseys, of which course. was kind of surprising. At Steel a curtain. Tallahassee chili cook-off that were rooting for the Eagles. Of course they were. And they well, want they, to they, win the Eagles to beat the Patriots because the Steelers can't. <laughs> they just can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're a Steelers fan. I that's, know. That's just the I don't reality. like their colors. I like Eagles. Eagles. I mean, it's Eagle. just. It's an Eagle. 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 That's the Philly way. Eagle. Yeah. Eagle. Eagle. I mean, any team that has their own jail in the stadium itself, I mean, come on. How can you not root they for them? They need it. How can you not root for them? Dude, they're so rude. They're, they're very rude. But it's so funny. Very rude. It's the best food. It's, and it's just the best spirit. And, I mean, there was a video of oh, there was a video it. of Philadelphia Eagles fans after the last game literally going up to a family of Vikings fans that were and there was a baby in a stroller and they were verbally accosting (laughs) this baby in Vikings get up I mean they are ruthless they don't care they don't care if you're a baby they They don't care if you're an old lady Crisco the polls I know Crisco it's probably a good good move on there I mean but there were still people (laughs) climbing up on the polls they wanted the polls to exist it didn't stop them it didn't stop them they probably froze yeah, I don't know. It's but the gonna guy be, it's walking gonna be around with the big containers of Crisco slapping. I'm honestly, He's I don't union. know. He's I don't union. know if He's I'm more worried. I don't know if I'm more worried about the city of Philadelphia if they win or if they lose. I don't know, but Patty is extremely excited. It's gonna be great. It is. Where are you gonna watch it? Um, probably my friend's house. We always cook up a nice spread. Lots of fried bad food for you and <laughs> fried Twinkies. Uh, fried Oreos, definitely. Fried Oreos? That will be in the menu. Tasty cakes. You should have Look, a tasty cake for Philly. Buffalo, That's where they're from. Buffalo Philly. chicken dip. No, Philly. Guacamole. Tasty cakes. Have you ever had a tasty cake? I don't even know what that is. Oh, well, we'll fix that. <laughs> tasty cake is a brand of like Twinkie or Hostess, but it, it comes out of Philadelphia and you can get them here now. Wow. At Publix or Winn-Dixie. That sounds amazing. And Dollar General. It is amazing. And Dollar General. Uts, Uts chips. You can get Uts chips. Are they a dollar? Oh, no. Is Dollar General actually a dollar? No. Is it one of those faux, no, no, no. like the places that just No, Uts chips, I saw you could get uh, one of the flavors up at the Walmart on Thomasville. Nice. This is Patty and Patty's Playhouse. We are talking Philadelphia Fly Eagles Fly. We have uh, Gate Street Pies. Jeremy's here today. He's going to talk about his commission, running for city commission. My number is 850-656-0009, and my website's pattysplayhousemedia.com, and I simplified it. doesn't have all that other rigmarole. It's just straight-up blog with our uh, our podcast on it. I like it. Did you see it? I did. It's all gray and black and sleek. It's okay. I made it myself. It's fresh. Have you ever made a website? I'm not. It is not easy. No, I'm sure They make not. it like it is, and it's not. No. Well, you obviously tackled that obstacle. I did. But I still have some other pages I can't get rid of. Go look at them. It's horrific. 404, whatever that thing comes up. It's like, like, I thought I deleted it, compete. and it's not deleted. It's a mess. So we're going to talk about the city, city commission. It'll be nice conversation. It's going to be great. Because I'm going to learn something. Of course, we can all learn something. Mm-hmm.
We learned last week, you and I. You and I were here just for the half hour because mm-hmm. the Gators came on. The Gators, man. Mm-mm. It's tough, tough, tough time. Tough time. <laughs> tough. <laughs> we're talking about codes and building and how much does it really cost to run a business? Because everyone, last night after, when we were taping on Wednesday, last night after the State of the Union, people were like, everyone's rich. No, everyone's, <laughs> no, everyone's not rich. No. Not everyone's a racist. Not everyone's rich. We're just trying to make a living. I'm not rich. I live in an 1,100-square-foot house. That's it. Off, out in the county. So not everyone's rich. Out in the county. Out in the county. Past the past the pan. The pan. In the underserved areas of the urban fringe. I think that's our, our um zoning is urban fringe. Gotcha. So we're the fringe of the urban. You're the fringe of the <laughs> makes urban. Zero sense. You're not the urban of the fringe. No, we're but just, just the fringe zero, of the urban. Zero sense. Urban gotcha. Fringe. Mm. No, we don't. Everything costs. I'm still waiting for the Being internet. on the radio costs. You're still waiting for the internet. Yeah, to come Everything to costs when you have a business. Literally everything you do has a price tag. Takes, Whether you don't do it, takes money. It make money. It absolutely does. And it's not a challenge. You have to be gritty. And in a town this small with this much competition, whether it's pizza or realtors or radio, it's it's grit oh, that yeah. gets you through it. It's a dogfight. Every morning. I like that. <laughs> Did you answer my survey? Yeah, you did about what time you wake up. I did. Yep. Yeah, there was a, quite a few people that were getting up early. I was, I was proud. Absolutely I was proud. stunned I was like, by that. I was like, I get up at 4.15 and there was people that were like, yeah, I get up at 3 o'clock. I'm at and my question was, was like, not what time do you wake up? It was what time do you start your day? Mm. And people didn't answer that. They answered what time do they wake up? Interesting. So I thought of that. Well, I guess I was kind of wrong too. Yeah, most people. I guess I got to read deeper. Was a deeper question. Mm. But I, I'm a eight thirty girl, eight o'clock, <laughs> and everyone else. Well, that's <laughs> on a good day. Lucky you. <laughs> well, I work night shift for a long time, but I go to bed at like two thirty. Go to bed. A.M. Get some sleep. Can't. You missed my show. Patty's Playhouse. I have menopause. Can't do it. <laughs> Patty Wilson. Patty's Playhouse. Eight five zero six five six. Triple zero nine. That's Casey and the Sunshine Band. On when we come back, Jeremy Matlow from Game Street Pies will be back. Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We have Jeremy Matlow on the show today to talk about his Gain Street Pies. He's an entrepreneur, which I love. Self-entrepreneur. I'm sure you have, you have guys that have helped you or girls or gals. Yeah, we have a few. We have a pretty good team that helps us. <laughs> this is Jeremy, and he is also running for city commission. So One of the three vacancies now. Yeah, there's three open seats, so it's kind of a really exciting time for local government. There's there's going to be a change, so it's up to us to decide which which way we want that to go. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for anybody who takes that leap and goes into what is the killing fields of Tallahassee. <laughs> God. <laughs> and yes, that is a reference to the killing fields of <laughs> the book and the movie. Yeah, it's got to be hard. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it's basically just doing everything that's outside of your normal comfort zone. But I think at the end of the day, it's worth it. it we need we need a change in direction in local government. We need somebody ethical who just really cares about the city to get in there and just lead us in the right direction. And I don't think we've really had much of that. So I didn't see anybody else stepping up. So I just thought, hey, I guess it's got to be me. Well, Congratulations. Like, like you said, when you first started talking, the unique opportunity of this upcoming election is that because of the majority of seats being up for grabs, there is the ability for new leadership to come in and change and shape the direction of Tallahassee and where we go forward as a community and as a city that really hasn't been present for quite some time now. So that is, you know, a very good point that you make about, you know, having that opportunity to change something for the better in Tallahassee, not having that opportunity for some, you know, probably closer to three decades now is a really unique chance for you guys to do something different. Yeah, I mean, the the future of our city is literally at stake. So I think um, I'm trying to just encourage people. I know everybody likes to get caught up in national politics. There's a lot of really important things that happen at local it's government. It's more important locally than yeah. it ever is nationally. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the local issues relate to whatever you care about on the national scene. It, Something's happening and nobody's paying attention. It relates to getting out of your house and driving to your job. Whether you have a flashing yellow light, praise God, on Park Avenue, thank you for that, whoever did it, to paying for your your registration on your car, to paying for the gas on your car, whether they're going to raise the tax or not raise the tax. People do not realize that all real estate is local, all politics is hyper-local. And then you couldn't, you know, the national, we don't really have a lot of say, but local, you have a lot of say. And I do believe that the market here... You know, I just talk about the market as people. The market has spoken and forced people out of office in a, in a nicer way than having them evicted. So they're choosing, because the market has spoken, to not run, which will now allow new people in. Term limits would be great. However, I'm a libertarian. People need to decide what they're going to decide. And there you go. You're going to have three openings. I'm very excited. Yeah, that's a, I mean, there's a big conversation about... Um where local government should go. There's a big conversation from the chamber about consolidating county, and there's a lot to be talked about. But what is absolutely clear is the same system and the same groups of people putting up candidates year after year just isn't working. So, so that, that's what our campaign is about. We're trying to focus on issues that everyday people, working people actually care about um, and kind of get, get away from this cloud of just we need to develop everything as big as we can, as quick as we can. We need to start talking about issues that matter to people, like what's going on in the economy, why the South Side's not getting any um, gain from the CRA when we're building up million-dollar skyscrapers, but we can't pave the Piggly Wiggly. Um, so there's a disconnect between the people who live in the neighborhoods and the people that are on the commission, and um, we're going to try to connect those two. And I always I tell people from the beginning, I'm not from here, and I don't understand if money was designated for Frenchtown or the South Side, why they're not getting it. I don't understand. I, I, it's just, it, they say it's, but it's not. And it's just, and we'll go back to the schools. You went to Leon. My daughter and I have, my middle child went to Leon. My third child went to Records. So, and I love Records. And I don't understand. I drove past Godby and their football equipment was literally in tatters. In tatters yesterday, I drove past it. But you go up to Child's, it's gorgeous. If you have the same $10,950 per student, where is it all going? Who's it going to? Yeah, I mean, the the investments, and we get into county politics when we start talking about schools. Mm-hmm. But the, the, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no equality in the investments. And then you get into um, 
our poverty rates, our working poor rates, our um, our crime rates, which are all related to these neighborhoods that haven't had their their share of investment in, in just public space and sidewalks. So if you're living in a neighborhood like where I grew up, I, I went to Fairview. My brothers went to Rickards mm-hmm. um, before we moved out. But there's just this sense that there really is no opportunity or jobs to find. There's not even if there's not even local businesses in your neighborhood. Like where, where do you even start? It's really hard. Um, so I think, you know, those are the issues like we, we want to bring to the forefront of the conversation. Development's great. I'm not anti-development, but obviously at the end of the we're day, an entrepreneur. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if uh, we're talking about addressing blight in different neighborhoods, I don't think student housing complex after student housing complex from the same developers is really the way to go. Um, some at $800 the, a room. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's Wait, and I, 60% vacancy. Right, yeah, I think it's three times what I paid for a room in college. Yeah, no, it, it ago, is absolutely so. out of control. Just the continued expansion of these college uh, communities, college-style housing or apartment complexes throughout the area surrounding Florida State, FAMU, TCC, those places. It, it just seems like there should be a focus of more development of those lower-income blighted areas within the community itself than just continually. And like Patty said, I know so many places where – uh, there's people living with, you know, two rooms filled out of four in a place. So there's, you know, there's so much vacancy among these college apartments, but the, you continually drive around town up Ocala Street or up Pensacola or up Tennessee Street and you just see these developments or even College Town now, these continued developments of student housing and apartments that are just completely unnecessary. And I feel like that focus needs to be, like you mentioned, placed elsewhere before you are really going to see actual meaningful change in those areas. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We have Jeremy Matlow's running for city commission, and he owns Gain Street Pies. So when did you start Gain Street Pies? We uh, Our first store, we opened about five years ago. So five years. And now how many stores do you have? We have uh, four. We have three pizza shops and a barbecue uh, music venue. And barbecue. And when's the new one opening? You said uh, hopefully March. Hopefully March 1st, if we can get everything together. And I am on the southeast side, which is uh, past Donald Connor Boulevard. I live down by the pan off Lavinia, and there's nothing. Mom and dad's moved, which they said they were going to stay open, then they chose not to. I'm not driving over Bannerman Crossing. Yeah, so they're know. gone. I don't know what's going to happen to that, but there's nothing over there. So thank you for, like, filling a slot. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're excited to get to that side of town. Um, the first pizza place I managed um, when I was 19 years old was there on Capitol Circle. Um, it's a... It's a great area. I learned a lot of the things that they did wrong there, which helped me in my business. What was it called? The Italian Pie. Where was it? It was where uh, Peppers is now. Oh, okay. Very cool. So that's what you did in high school? Yeah. I, I worked in restaurants since I was 14, 15 years old and uh, in high school. And then in you know college, I was a shift manager and then a general manager at a restaurant. And then I, I kind of tried to get out of the restaurant business and do some other things. Uh, the first business I started was Oldfield's Clothing on Gain Street. Mm-hmm. to get into retail and then I wanted to sell cool t-shirts and I ended up selling high-waisted cutoff shorts to girls <laughs> and I just how did I get here what am I doing and that's when uh we're like okay I know how to do pizza here's a great spot we should bring pizza to this area good for you I mean it's so exciting to drive down Gaines and and over by FAMU now and see the changes it's so exciting oh yeah no it's definitely one of my favorite places to to just mingle about in town a hundred percent. I mean, you got, 
proof down there. You have the Woolbury, you have Gaines Street Pie, you have Grasslands Brewing, you have, you know, so many of these little spots, right, that are just so great to just pop in, you know, have a drink with friends. They're great atmospheres to just chill. There's, uh, you know, a more, I would say a young professional crowd. Obviously, you're going to have Hipsters. some of the older college, <laughs> yes, some hipsters. People will who be still there, think they're in college. For sure. And not. Right, right. But I mean, the just the vibe is just so nice and it just it, it's just so opening or so open and welcome. And, and, you know, whenever I'm there, it just feels like I'm kind of mingling in my backyard, but I'm just with That's a lot of I other like people. Because I've never been, I didn't go to school here, so I didn't go to the strip. I've never been in the strip. I've never been inside any of the bars on the strip ever, ever, ever. I wouldn't feel welcome, but I felt welcome. It's probably a good thing you've never been in the strip. It'd be hilarious. It's it would ridiculous. be funny though. But it, it was it was very welcoming to go to Proof. People were very nice. They made sure, which we'll talk about later when we do our Garnet and Gold, they made sure everybody was served. Right. And you didn't know me when I went to Gain Street Pies. I was John, with John, who works for the station. You knew John, but you made sure that you introduced yourself to me. So I really appreciate that because I'm not a very outgoing person. I am on the radio, but I am not in real life. You play a pretty good one. It takes a lot of this. That grit that I'm going to do it today and be deep breaths. Smile when I walk. <laughs> Not have resting bitch face. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that's what's called. This is Patty Well, it's a medical disease. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Patty's Playhouse of Media.com. We'll be back with Jeremy Matlow, Gain Street Pies running for city commission. Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Jeremy Matlow with Gain Street Pies and running for city commission. So you, when did you decide? To run? Uh, I had been thinking about it for about six months or so. But you I did? Guess did it come to you in like a vision in your night? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. In your dreams? You're like, oh, Jeremy, you must run for city commission. It, it just kind of built out of a, a frustration of what I've experienced. Okay, so then, over uh, time. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Gotcha. You're like, I'm doing something about so it. I'm not just going to whine about it. It wasn't divine intervention. It was more of a Could material, like building up over years and years and years of seeing an action and corruption. No, I think it's because Jeremy got behavior. a bill for a, grass, a grease trap. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, this is never happening again he's to like, anybody mm, else. Not today. So tell us about your code, your code experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and this has been a big issue since our, our first store. You know, I started Gain Street Pies. You know, we bought a pizza oven. We bought a few sinks. We thought we rented a space before we knew what we were really getting into. Um, so we signed the lease. We got in there. We put our equipment in. And then we brought our plans down to the city. And they got denied, and then we had to wait a month, and then we went back and tried again, and they got denied. And we went through this cycle that it ended up taking almost nine months for us to get our store open, which we ran out of money several times. We had to do crowdsourcing. We had to call our friends, max out all of our credit cards, just trying to get what seemed like a simple project through. And the whole time, we just felt like 
the city government was more of an obstacle to what we were trying to accomplish rather than an assistant. So if you had in the, I don't know the answer to this when I'm asking it, if you had done it within the County, not the city, would it have been any better? I'm not sure. I, I haven't, I've never opened just a County uh, policy. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, so a restaurant I used to work at in Monticello, he opened his pizza shop for $7,000 because the, the codes are so lax and okay. so eager yeah. to have um, new business there. So, I mean, there's definitely a scale. I just think we need to find out where on the scale works best. The local businesses can get open. We can keep people safe. Um, so what was your total to, to open it with your lease? And what was it? Our first store, um, about, I think, fifty dollars or $60,000 was the, at the end of the day. And Holy that, cow. And that's, and that's, that's without cheap. an architect. Right, that's And that's without, <laughs> that's without any of that stuff yeah, that, that you didn't have. Yeah, that's just the the build out and the equipment and and really the time of paying, you know, nine months of rent while you're trying to open. I remember Chris Eldridge came in with crew and he was starting the uh, Canal Street Crepe Company. And it took three extra months for them to argue about a walk-in freezer and how many people could fit in the walk-in. And did they need a parking space? Three months. That sounds about right. I, it, it's a slow process. And we, what we really need to do is take feedback from all these business owners who have these stories so we can identify what the real problems are. If we need, if we need more staffing, let's get more staffing that can can do these reviews and expedite. Because the clearly, process. there's money. Right. There's money. Yeah, absolutely. We have to 16, pay people. Sixteen city managers, maybe. So we, we we can figure out where the money is. There's there's um, my paycheck comes from the dollars I don't spend. So I am eager to get in and go over the city budget and see where we can cut because every budget has waste, and you know that's what I do every day. Is try to say that one more time. Where's your paycheck come from? <laughs> From the dollars I don't spend. Exactly. It does. And people don't realize that. They think entrepreneurs are just millionaires. We're not. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Um, you know, we're there's fortunate so to have... so much risk involved. Right, I'm a working owner. We're fortunate to have four locations. But yeah, there's there's hundreds of local businesses where people are working, you know, 80, 90 hours a week and probably taking home a minimum wage paycheck, if that. So um, it's hard to start a new business. It, it can be rewarding. Um, what I like to do is open the door. So anybody who does have a dream, at least they don't get their dream shut down before they can even get open. So we need to, we need to figure out a process that um, helps people realize their dreams, start new businesses, and bring some prosperity to some areas that aren't seeing it right now. So the South Side, yeah, primarily. And you said you lived over, you went to Rickards for a while, or your brothers uh, went yeah, to Rickards? I, yeah, my brothers went to Rickards. I went to Fairview. I lived off of uh, Tram Road. Okay. So I love that area. I do. I love Rickards. I know it's county, but I do. I I love the urban setting. If you want your child to have a well-round life, especially as a white Anglo-Saxon Catholic, moving down here, I, my my son at Rickards, he had a great experience. Yeah, we're facing, and you know, Rickards has the IV program. It tries to bring um, some different demographics together, but we still have just a stark contrast and segregation from Childs to Rickards. And all and, the and kids experience. are supposed to be getting the same amount of money. Right, absolutely. So when I was in ninth grade, I switched from Fairview to Raw, and that was before um, some of the other schools were developed. And it was like a culture shock from the really? way one school was to the other and like what the kids cared about. And, and it was it was just odd. It's like I, I don't even – I can't even bond with these people right now. And then over over time I could. So our, our demographics are so spread out that we need to, I think, just bring people back together – um, get some businesses open on the south side. Have people go there and want to go to the south side, want to buy stuff, want to uh, go to restaurants there. And it, it's all attainable. I think it is attainable, but it has to be cost effective. Nobody's going to take that risk with $60,000 if they don't think they're at least going to get it back. Yeah, absolutely. And 
we have a CRA. Like the point of that is to address blight and, and the neighborhoods that are most in need. And we need to really focus on there's different definitions of blight. They have 15 rules that they can pick, but we really need to say, look, <laughs> wait, this, wait, this is, this wait is, is slow down. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> Downtown. There's what? One? There's 15 there, there's definitions fi- of blight. There, there's 15 qualifications. Oh, okay. So each, each CRA has the match okay, a few okay. of them. But what we're saying is, you know, go down to Putnam street, see where there aren't sidewalks, see where people are getting shot. Like that's blight. That's what we need to be addressing. But it is blight. It's very sad. And there's no reason for it. They go to school, too. Yeah, absolutely. They go to school. They need jobs. There's no reason. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Jeremy Matlow with Gain Street Pies. And he's running for city commission. So how's it going? You're having your first little, what's it called? Your home party? Yeah, uh, we're we're doing a little, it's a fundraiser meet and greet in uh, Lafayette Park. Um, We're just going to be talking about the issues, you know, hearing other people's ideas. Um, The campaign's been going great. We've, you know, we're about two months in. Um, we've raised a lot of money. We're going to be the front runner uh, for fundraising. Um, we're making a lot of connections, meeting a lot of people, hearing a lot of things that different people care about that I didn't even know about to, when I first got into it. So it's really exciting meeting new people um, and learning issues that are important to other people, not just me. That's very cool, though, that you're taking such a leap. I mean, you've already taken the leap. You've got four restaurants. Yeah, it's the same feel. Every time I open a restaurant, it's like, what am I getting into? And then, uh, Is it the same yeah. <laughs> feeling of anxiety. Yeah, you just, you just uh, push forward and persevere. And, I, you know, it, it luckily has all worked out for me. And I think, you know, we got a good shot here to. Is it your branding? Do you think because your branding's so cute? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's cute. I, I say we, we, we just learned what not to do. And, you know, as a business owner, it's, um, you know, the common things that people just overlook. Treat people with respect. That's, you know, your customers and your employees. Um, put out the best product you actually can. Um, we spent a lot of time bringing in different ingredients. We made our suppliers bring in ingredients they didn't carry because we just really had a passion for making the best pizza we can. And I think that really shows um, in the business that we get. And I think people can appreciate that. They see our, our community service and the different nonprofits that we work with. Um, we're really a community-oriented business. Like I like to say, um, Tallahassee in the Gain Street area built Gain Street Pies. It wasn't just us, and we all kind of did it together. So what nonprofits do you work with? Uh, my favorite nonprofit is Going Places uh, Street Outreach. They're part of CCYS, and they actually they go out on the street and they find find people in need. Um, you know, sleeping along railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you need help? Like, can we bring you some food? Can Aww. we find you some warm clothing? And so it's people who who may be at a place in life where they're not going to the shelter for help. They're, they're actively going out and finding people and trying to help them and bring them in and find services to get them off of the and street. communicate with people mm-hmm. and saying, "What can I do to help you?" Rather than just blanket. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, I mean, it's very a one-to-one. Um, it's just a great program if you're in that position. Yeah, get their contact information so I can post it if you don't mind. Because yeah, I've never heard of them. I don't leave my house much. But the other houses, I ride. I do go out. Well, look, I mean, we're going out at like 9 o'clock last weekend, and she's like, you're pushing my bedtime here. <laughs> hey, I'm like, Patty, come on. I just got done eating dinner. I know. It was Angus's birthday. <laughs> Angus is 23. 22. 22? Oh, oh, my son is a Thank year you. older. I thought you were turning to 23. No, nope, 22. So, and I got to meet Angus's mother, who's a real estate agent for Coldwell Banker in uh, Sarasota. Sarasota. Yes. She was very Sarasota looking. For sure. <laughs> she had a little. Whatever that means. Pedal pushers on. She's very pretty. She's very attractive. She is, yes. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was I love, glad to meet her. I love her. my mother, for sure. I, was, I mean, it was great that it was there for your birthday, but you didn't really hang out with old people. 
Well, I did for a little bit, and then I had like, some hey. other things to take care of. Good to go dance. Yeah. Dance. You know. Dance. For sure. <laughs> but it was a fun night. I'd never been to Proof. Yeah, Proof's a good spot. And so you serve Proof at, at Gain Street, right? Yeah, we serve, we serve Proof at all our locations. They're great. And you like it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, he just serves it. I mean, people. You know, now, how should like, I say? It? Let me re- let me rephrase. Do you like people proof? respond well to proof? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it surpasses our other taps, our the national brands. Really, like, people love proof. Absolutely, people love proof, Patty. It surpasses proof is a movement. Nas- yeah, it's our it's our bestseller at all our stores. Wow. It's got to be real. It does have to be real. <laughs> this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, Patty's Playhouse Media. 850-656-0009. We'll be back with Jeremy Matlow running for city commission and Gain Street Pies. What good can drink and do? What you can drink and do I drink all night Next day I feel blue Well, there's a glass on the table Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Jeremy Matlow running for city commission, and he owns Gain Street Pies. This is our Garnet and Gold segment where we talk about wine or beer or bourbon, and Jeremy doesn't drink. So it's a pattern here for the people I, smart I choice. ask in. Smart choice. It's a great choice. It's great well, choice. you're thinner because you don't drink. That's for sure. Most definitely. Thinner, happier, more <laughs> consistent moods, I guess. No. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, can I tell you something exciting? Yes. Martha Fields, who sings this version of the Janis Joplin song, What Good Can Drink and Do, contacted mm-hmm. me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. So I tagged her in a post. Wait, she... Martha Fields contacted you, you on Facebook. Uh, wow. Yeah, I didn't tell you. Wow. Yeah. She was Way like, thank you for m- playing the pop it on me like that. Jeez. <laughs> thank you for playing the song. I'm like, I love the song. It's so She good. actually lives in France. In France. France. And she was from Texas, but she has that great voice. So she makes more money in Europe than she does here, I guess. Clearly. It's a bluesy bluegrass. I don't know what it is, but I bluesy love that song. I, I listen to it in the car all the time. I just think it's fun. It is a good song. And just keeps me happy. Anyway, yes, the group, I don't know if it was her particularly, but they contacted me and said, that's very cool. Very, very cool. Which it is. It's a great song. It is a great song. And so I'm going to go first because I really liked mine, which was unusual. Like I really liked it. I would have it again. It is a proof. Talk about your experience. Proof brewing. And I was at proof, which I didn't even know existed. Like I didn't know it was a place because I, yeah. And it was right by... One of my rentals that I property manage. So it's right down, um, what is it, McDonald is the street? Behind uh, Gain Street. I don't know. <clears throat> it's behind Gain Street in Railroad Square. It's a beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. Like, gorgeous. It was a beautiful night. We were there for Angus's birthday. And I had white chocolate, cinnamon, toasted coconut. That is a mouthful. Creatures in the Dark, it's called. Wow. So I thought, I'm going to try this sucker. It, it was, was very delicious. strong. It was very good. It was, it's like 8%. <laughs> I only had one. I drive it's home. All, it's about all you need. And it was delicious. So John's wife, Jessica, said she thought it was a little heavy, and I thought it was. And I thought someone described it as being syrupy, and I did think it was thin like syrup. But it was delicious. 
I had it with food. I had it. I, I sip, so I don't chug. I mean, I couldn't chug that. No, you would not. It would want be really good it. in a flight with other tastings, right? And it was a. I felt like it was a. But I liked it. It was a nice night for it as well. It I mean, it was. It was with cold. coconut. When you're done, you you taste coconut in your mouth. So if you don't like coconut, it's probably not a good choice, right? Because I felt it was strong on the coconut. Gotcha. I love coconut. Coconut. Is I like nice. saying coconut. I like coconut. I like white chocolate. Didn't taste the white chocolate. I tasted the cinnamon and the coconut. Gotcha. So what did you have? Well, uh, what a proof? Whatever. What's your choice, <laughs> Buttercup? <laughs> Buttercup. <laughs> uh, so this week I decided to do an IPA, and it's the. I'm shocked. Shocked. Shocking. Well, well, I appreciate the condescending tone over there, Patty. <laughs> a lot of hops. A lot of hops. Love the hops. So uh, what's yours? So I chose the Bimini Twist IPA from Three Daughters Brewing. Mm. Uh, it is a seven percent. Alcohol by volume beer. Uh, it has a slight hint of citrus from the, the hops, which mm. makes the IPA as refreshing as a Bimini Sea Breeze. Wow, <laughs> I sold that really so well. So they're out of they're out of St. Petersburg. Yes, Was they that, are. Is it is it uh, citrusy like the uh, mango? Um, I would say that it's not very close to the mango wit. No. It isn't? No. What's well, because like? the Mango Wit is, is a wit. It's not a <laughs> IPA. So those are very different like, okay. types of beer. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, it is, I would say, on the lighter side of the IPA taste spectrum, for sure. It's not going to- It's not super hoppy. No, it's not going to knock you off your feet. Still but it's, 7% alcohol. Right, right. But it's still, you know, it gives you the all the taste that you want with an IPA, okay. just not the aftertaste. And How many of, can you drink? Uh, that's a loaded question. There. I want to know. I have, have to add this. I have drank a six pack before. Of that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't ever remember in my 50, almost 51 years ever of drinking a six pack. Well, anything. I don't think I remember after drinking a six pack, <laughs> but you know, before. It's a pretty can. It is a nice can. They're great. Nine, 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 ugh, 999 at Publix. You can get it at Publix? It's a great deal. It's mm. a great deal. It says it should be with a bonfire. I like bonfire. It's malty and hoppy. Patty, I got my bonfire stolen. I got my 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 cinder blocks for my fire stolen out of my backyard. How ridiculous is that? Don't even tell Patty, me. how ridiculous <laughs> is that? Are you serious? I am not kidding. I'm sorry to go completely off the rails here, but I just that just when did this happen? Like the other night, we just came out on a Sunday morning and we're like walking the dog in the backyard. And were you we're at like, home? There's the fire pit gone. Were yes, you home? we were. I think so. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You didn't like we were take home it all weekend. <laughs> no, gone. Just gone. Are you just serious? Gone. Just literally, someone came so did you and see- one by one removed the cinder blocks. And, what is it? I don't know how to say it, but Actemeyer or whatever. How do you Actemeyer? Actemeyer. Yeah. Somebody freaking robbed someone's house while they were in it. Yeah, that's like a half mile from me. It's great. I sleep well at night. Unbelievable. Don't come to my house. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Because you got a gun. You will be met with deadly force. Oh yeah, I'm not having it. No. I got a sign up. I am a concealed carry holder. Proud I have a sign up that says you will be shot. I have multiple. <laughs> I'm multiple, but they still stole signs? my fire. Like, who does that? Who does that? Like, okay, you break into someone's car, you steal their wallet, scummy, but there's at least some purpose to it. You get a wallet and a 
and a laptop <laughs> or something. But like you had stealing, that happen too, so, right? I had have had that happen as well. But stealing someone's like fire pit cinder blocks. How many? So, there had to have been at least thirty. I mean, I'm not. Serious? I mean, it was an effort. Like they, so, these people were intentional about what so, they were doing. So okay, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. House. I have to say that Freedom ninety three point three FM behind me, off of Old Saint Augustine. Yeah, some guy pulls up on a on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. They they did get the guy. He leaves with his boat, a trailer, his lawnmower. All of this stuff in hours. Guy had a video camera. He went on that next door neighbors and posted it and posted the pictures from the video camera. And people were like, I know him. I know him. And that's how they got him. He got most of his stuff back. Wow. But it, he just rode up on a bicycle. They're so Takes brazen. Everything. They're so brazen. Everything. People are so brazen. They just don't care. Like, how could, like, regardless of if it was in the middle of the day or at night, like, someone just going and, like, taking cinder blocks. From someone's backyard? I mean, I just don't understand. I was flabbergasted. Like, I was sitting in my backyard, and I was like, this is a funny joke. Like, really good one. Ha ha. Someone's pranking you. They're like, Rob, we have something to show you. I was like, what? Because I had just gotten home from work. And they were like, "Um, our fire pit is gone. How? I don't know. I lose faith in humanity. So what are you going to do about the crime, Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy. (laughs) Welcome back to the program. You are you going to send out yeah, a special well. task force to find my fire pit? Because you will get my vote right now. I will say right now, unequivocally, I will move to your district. I will vote for you, and it will be great. He doesn't have a district. Do you have a district? How no, does that yeah, work? All, all the city seats are they're citywide. So they're district. Oh, they are? Yeah, it doesn't oh, matter city-wide. where you live. Yeah, every oh, seat gotcha. is citywide. Oh, so very cool. I did not, city know, limits. did not know that. You just have to be – you have to at least sleep one night. But do you have to live in, <laughs> do you have to live in the district to vote? For no. a seat, you like, do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can. Yeah, we can't, but we can right. spend the night at, at, oh, <laughs> at home. Two suites. We just went like forty across. minutes without <laughs> going anywhere close to that, and you just had to spend the night at home. Two suites, and we'll be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Change our our city. I'm not paying all those taxes. It's a nice roof. No offense. It's no. Nice, nice new roof. No offense <laughs> on the city taxes. No. So. <laughs> I'm I'm very frugal. So tell me, yeah, what about the crime? What can we do, dude? You're in it. You hear yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got to compartmentalize it first if we're talking about the murder rate or if we're talking about property crime. I'm talking about property crisis. because that's property. where most of it is. Yeah. Most of the crime spike is in personal property. And one thing people don't like to hear, but you need to lock your car doors. I know. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's crazy how many cars get burglarized with their car doors not locked. Now that oh, no, that's kind of solved. I solve didn't lock the, my car, and that I got right. my stuff stolen. I think it's for happened sure. to all of us. No, 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 for sure. Lesson, yeah, but. it's happened for sure. Um, so I mean, just percentage wise, that'll bring down. Do you need a, lot. a peacock? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All um, right, but yeah, we do, we do need to have the resources in place um, to to deter this type of thing, and um, and back to that. There has issue. to be punishment. There's no punishment. They're just giving them basically, I don't know what's going on with this mic, but it's a lot of back. They're giving them. um, Stop abusing that thing. They're giving them tickets. There's no punishment. So they're just going out and doing it again. Yeah, but that's not something that necessarily like a city commissioner is going to be able to do. No, but he needs to be aware of it. (laughs) He needs to be aware that there's no. They're out in a week. Yeah, I mean, that. And that's our justice system. So, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of reform all across that we can talk about different ways to improve stuff. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this hour to be over. What a great time to end the episode. Uh-uh. No. <laughs>
kidding. You losing your fire pit. <laughs> what? I'm going to go back and weave some dreams now. Give me a new fire pit. I'm not giving you a fire pit. Just give it to me. Eight five. Go take someone else's. So <laughs> true that. True that. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jeremy, for being on the show. Thank Don't you. leave. We gotta get a picture. <laughs>